breaching the fault lines of today. Welcome to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. This is Udi Jesser. Welcome back this week to Reform This and to our last segment as we unravel what I think I hope is what the the transition team for the Trump coming Trump administration is beginning to put together and set aside all the politics and all the uh, hand wringing about uh, Armageddon and all this nonsense. Uh, Listen, this is going to be our president. He's my president. He's your president. If you're an American listening to this. And we have a duty as Americans to help him succeed, to help his administration keep us safe, preserve and protect the Constitution, preserve and protect our families, be they Muslim, Christian, Jewish, atheist, Hindu, Buddhist, Baptist, whatever you may be, this president is our president. And I'm here and I hope you're with me to work with him. Many of us were not Trump supporters, but yet I, as a conservative, am seeing him make selections for his cabinet that are just fantastic. And, uh, you know, I want us to focus on the things that we can help him and his administration do well. And I think the greatest one that we can is begin to move simply beyond what do you call it. And, you know, listen, this week, as, as President Obama gave his last national security speech, thank God it's his last one, he again spent the whole time patronizing us, telling us that using such false, abject lies as to say that no foreign terrorist organization in eight years committed an act of terror on the soil of America. Excuse me? No act of terror? So this guy, you know, obviously splitting hairs about what an FTO or a foreign terrorist organization is. Oh yeah, I guess no formal Al-Shabaab or Al-Qaeda committed an act, but what's ISIS? And all the allegiances given to ISIS, his FBI initially did not want to release the allegiance that Omar Mateen gave to ISIS as he called in 911, but no, that wasn't a foreign terrorist organization. The lies are just, I mean, Listen, I hope, as I think about the Obama presidential library and what's going to be put in there, it sounds like it's going to be a repository for fake news. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a repository for revisionist history. And remember, that's what Obama tried to do when he got to the White House. He redid the website and the chronicled information that was on there in order to cleanse it of the type of information that might reveal the truth of what he changed upon getting in. And I hope one of the first things President Trump does on January 20th 
is to hire maybe an, an outside party to keep track for the American people what the president does, regardless of party, that the archives, that the history of what the reality is of what happens on the inside, be it the audio tapes internally in the Oval Office, whatever it may be, that are things that the executive branch cannot play with, cannot present in a way other than the truth so that we can eventually, if we don't know it in real time, know it later. Because each party, when they get in there, will try to make their indelible mark in history a positive one rather than a negative one. President Obama has been, unfortunately, for the most part, negative. And I think as we look at what President Trump can do and will do, I hope when it comes to the issue that I've been dedicating my life to, which is Islamic reform, he will begin to wake up to not only the fact that you have to identify the enemy, which he has clearly done, but to how to get there. What are the solutions? Our solutions, I hope, include a network of understanding with clarity that the evil empire of today Mr. Trump, I hope you're listening. The evil empire, say it with me. The evil empire of today is the OIC, the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. Yes, I know it has a lot of our allies and friends that you want to, to help us kill ISIS. Yes, they'll do that, whether you call them the evil empire or not. It's a much of a threat to them more so than it is to us. But don't appease them. I thought it was wonderful. I hope it was planned and not just simply an accident that when you spoke to Taiwan and took their call to accept their congratulatory call, you you let the world know that we will not be bullied by dictatorships and thugs, regimes like the Chinese. We will not be bullied by the Castros or the Assads of the world. And I hope not the Putins of the world. And I think a Trump presidency will be pragmatic. will look at short-term things that work, but long-term things that he looks towards his legacy as being one that recognizes that radical Islam was but a symptom of theocratic Islam, that Islam is going through that same time in history that Christianity was that led to the blessed evolution of the American system, the American rejection of British theocracy, European theocracy, much as the French Revolution and others did. So I hope that's where we're headed. I hope and pray that he begin, as his advisors, from Reince Priebus to Kellyanne Conway, to Steve Bannon, General Michael Flynn, KT McFarland, and a lot of them as they begin to look at how to not only fill the slots within, but to create a central nucleus of advisors, of trusted confidants that recognize that we need to shift and we need to first end the CVE nonsense, countering violent extremism, whatever the heck that was, and begin with a CVI nuclear idea with a bigger lens of defeating political Islam globally 
and advancing a liberal secular movements from country to country that embraces the green revolution of Iran, that embraces the secularists of Tunisia as they won the last election, embraces a third option in Egypt and not tell, not tell the Arabs of Egypt that they're doomed to military dictatorship forever, but let them determine their own future through an Arab awakening in which we do take sides, but take the sides of those who share our values. That when we talk about immigration, yes, we pause all immigration, especially from countries that are cauldrons for jihadists, but we pause and not just say end it forever. We pause it with a window that we will vet against those who are Islamists and bring in those who are believers in liberty and secular freedoms and reject the Sharia state. That can be done. I don't think it's impossible. And with the best and brightest minds, remember the Arab Awakening and a lot of these changes were stimulated by things like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, the internet, social media, Snapchat, WhatsApp, a major Arab communication mechanism to, to bypass governmental control which has been working, but yet has been disorganized because America's been absent. It's my dream. I want to leave you this week with what my dream is. And I hope you can share this with me. I dream of a time in the next few years when you will see the resurgence of the U.S. Information Agency. And that that will be the U.S. Anti-Islamism Agency. That we will resurrect the mechanism in which we fought the Cold War by Radio Free Europe and installing uh, a loudspeaker across Europe, Eastern Europe, beyond the walls, that we say that now we're going to install loudspeakers through social media and 24-7 internet communication, be it through these podcasts, be it through videos, be it through memes and hashtags, whatever it may take over Twitter, to begin to get the best and brightest minds of reformists that I can rattle off for you that are believers in the ideas of our Muslim reform movement across countries from Qatar to Kuwait to Iran to Saudi Arabia and Egypt, that across each of these countries, we begin to harness those who are would-be prisoners of conscience where they live because the dictatorships fear them, and we begin to spread their ideas virally and a program just like the Russians, the Chinese, the Islamists. Jim Woolsey has talked hundreds of times about how the Saudis have taken a small insignificant tribe and with petro-Islamists have spent 100 billion, with a B, 100 billion dollars on spreading the ideas of Wahhabism around the planet. And that's how you get what many perceive to be Islam which is their theocratic Islam as being the Islam because there's been no counter-narrative. And I'm not saying the American government under a Trump administration should get into what Islam or which Islam is right, but at least resurrect a U.S. information agency, also then called Public Diplomacy. Our Undersecretary for Public Diplomacy on, with Karen Hughes under Bush 43 tried to do a fraction of that, but was just underpowered and completely ill-equipped for the job and especially pre-Arab awakening did not see 
the potential for what was going to happen. And sadly, the Islamist peace narrative and other apologetics tripped over themselves to prevent the Islam needs reform. The Islam of liberty is our friend and the Islam of Islamism or theocracy is our enemy narrative that needed to go forth. So my dream is that our public diplomacy program be resurrected, that the undersecretary of public diplomacy at the State Department, that we used to remember not only have them at the State Department, but we had public diplomacy programs at the Department of Defense. And there also needs to be one domestically at Homeland Security that unite programs at Homeland Security, public information, be it through NPR, through PBS, and then through State Department work, that all of these information agencies begin to develop offices for the countering of Islamism and the advancement of liberty. And that would be a useful, useful tool in helping identify precursors for radicalization and ways to obstruct that radicalization through ideas as you get the best and brightest minds of Muslim entrepreneurs that are patriots and believe in the Western system of governance above all else. And that many of our families who reject Khomeinism, who reject the Islamism of the Brotherhood are here because we love this system and will begin to create mechanisms of defeating the theocrats. But we need the resources, we need the support of governments like a Trump administration. And I hope he's listening to this. I hope their transition team takes this to heart and begins a strategy where you have the 21st Century Manhattan Project begin to develop something new. Not to fit us into old slots. This was a president that won on draining the swamp, on defeating the establishment. Well, it's time to take that to defeating the establishment abroad. It's time to take that to defeating the Islamist establishment, calling them the evil empire, and doing that subversively through regime change based on pumping ideas, just like we tried into Cuba, into the Soviet Union that then fell apart. And hopefully, within eight years, if not more, we'll be talking about bringing down that wall of separation between the Islamic consciousness, the Muslim consciousness, and freedom and liberty. That's what we try to do on this program, and we cannot do it as long as Western governments are asleep. We are under-resourced, underpowered, and smothered by the Islamist empires that come together in this neo-caliphate called the OIC. ISIS is but a small little tip of the iceberg. I hope this Commission on Radical Islam is one beyond simply terror threat domestically, but begins to put all these pieces together for a strategy to protect our homeland domestically and abroad from enemies domestic and foreign and advance liberty through the defeat of Islamism. We can do it. Start to tell Mr. Trump and his colleagues that are in the transition team that this is the only way to do it and it needs to be led by Muslim patriots who can put the pieces together and bring the resources to clear a clear mission. This is Zudi Jasser. Thank you for being with me. We'll see you next week. God bless. Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. 
Breaching the fault lines of today. The Blaze Radio Network.